she was a real royal lady, true patron of the arts. Said the best country singers die in the back of classic cars. So if I ever got too hungry for a suitcase or guitar, to think of him all alone in the dark. Hello and welcome to the Music Arc, a special edition of the Music Arc. Uh, this is what I learned from. It is a brand new, semi-regular series that my brother Noah was nice enough to let me try and start here. I was going to do it on my own, but um, if you've listened to us before, my name is Gavin, and the gentleman sitting next to me with a beer in his hand. My, my name is Noah. His name is Noah. Does it feel weird being on the opposite end of this? Yeah, I think it's the first time you've ever introed an episode. Yeah, actually, we'll see how but it yeah, plays I'm out. I'm just a guest here. Yeah. So, all the all the blame, all the ridicule, totally, totally falls at your feet, sir. I thought you were going to go so, postal service. What? I'm just a visitor here. I am not permanent, or I don't know. Really, really setting up the topic. Yeah, uh, no. for the day. Yeah, from the top. I mentioned that Noah has a beer in his hand, and I actually have uh, some whiskey in mine because today's topic is what I learned from country music. I had this idea a while back of a way to kind of not necessarily, you know, shit talk or make fun of, but a way to kind of bring different genres in that we hadn't really discussed before on the music arc into the forefront with a little bit of comedy. Yeah, in a fun way. Way. Yeah, it's all fun and games. We the premise is you love these songs, like they're all on my iPod. I listen to them a lot, but I just felt like country was a great way to start because inherently, you know, a lot of people pick on country music. Yeah, it just seems to be that way. Very true, and I think we'll find that our tastes definitely lie in the the true blue uh, country for the most part. Uh, yeah, I don't think you'll hear much quote-unquote new country no on either of our list uh which neither of us are really a huge fan of in no. general and we can get into that on a whole other cast yeah but um and we'll, we'll just to go ahead and make a note of that the reason why we aren't is because it, it i mean it's happened since the dawn of time but essentially there's a video out on youtube and there's probably a plenty of articles about how Every country music song in the past 10 years has been written by maybe a handful of people. It's all about party rock and tailgate music and all that. Have There's not a seen, true... Uh, have you seen Bo Burnham's pandering song? No. It's all about... Oh, my God. I almost want to play it for you right now. But definitely remind me as soon as we're done with this. Okay. But it's his like country anthem, and it's all about how every country song is just pandering to its audience. Yeah. Like it's so brilliantly done. I've got to play it for you. Yeah, and I, well, I mean that's perfect. I feel like modern country is pandering to this kind of ideal of, hey man, we're just having a good time and we're gonna party and tailgate and all this and that and whatnot. And I think, I mean, he's not. They're not on my list because I, I mean, I like them, and people say I look like Zach Brown. But I know Zach Brown Band came out a couple years ago and like, yeah, you guys all make like tailgate party music. You ought to be just called Southern Rock. And I'd made sure that on this list, I found people who I generally, I feel like they are country artists. They are people who are big names and yeah. like mainstays in that genre. And like, I mean, we're going we're gonna to cats out of the bag here, guys. This is going to be mostly like a 90s country, maybe one or two 2000 hits, but nothing within the past like 10 years. Yeah. I can guarantee you that. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> I, I will also just say from the top on a on a house cleaning note, this is essentially uh, pilot season 
on the ARCV network. We are starting our TV ARC feed. Go check that out very, very soon. Um, new sub shows on the movie ARC as well. So go subscribe to all of those and let us know what you think of the new shows and if we should continue doing them semi-regularly or if they should just totally take over and become their own show. So let us know, thearcofe at gmail.com, or you can shout at us on Instagram at thearcofe network or on Twitter and Facebook at thearcofe. Okay. All right, now that that's out of the show. way, let's get back to the show. Do you want to go ahead and go first since you're the guest, or do you want me yeah, the host? Guest, guest rights. Yeah, I'll, guest, I'll go, guest go first. Go ahead. And uh, let's go ahead and say at the top, I, if yes. you're if if the song you have is on my list and vice versa, we will table it for the higher one. Agreed. Because the idea here is you're going to give like a little funny anecdote of like why it's your top ten. And a joke. So we'll let you start off and see how that how that goes over. So go ahead and hit me with your number ten. Okay. Um, so the uh number ten thing that I learned from country music is that sometimes, Gavin, you gotta know when to hold them. <laughs> sometimes no you gotta know when, when to fold, fold them. them. Sometimes you gotta know when to walk away. And other times you gotta know when to run. I'm talking about the gambler from Mr. Kenny Rogers. This is Kenny Rogers, the jackass. Sorry. And I, dude, that's all I was thinking when I put this on my list. I was like, I know he's going to call out Mad TV's Kenny Rogers, jackass. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had to have it on here. I love Kenny Rogers. Um, I, I thought I toiled with uh, Don't Rudy, Don't Take Your Love to Town. Yeah. That was just super sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, yeah, where he meets a gambler who gives him a sound piece of advice, which is essentially a metaphor for life. I'm sorry, am I totally... Is this on your list? No, no, it's okay. not. Please keep going. I was going to say, stop me if I'm talking. Kenny is a legend, but Kenny is not on my list. Yes, Kenny Rogers, of course, in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, he goes way back. And, you know, he's got more like modern 80s hits, like your, uh, what is it, Castles in the Sky or Castles in the Sand? That is what we are. It's Islands in the Stream. Islands in the Stream. Yep, that's with, what it is. With Dolly Parton. Yep. Totally right. Yep. Remade as Ghetto Superstar by, was it Maya and somebody else back in the 90s? Yes. Yeah. Possibly. We, dude, that's a whole other thing. Country songs that cross over into R&B and vice versa. Dude, there's a whole, there's a whole list whole of country song. songs that like people, that they stole from like, you know, uh, hip, uh, hip-hop and pop acts. But I mean, half the songs on my list here... Like, two of them I know are recovers because country, more than anything, to me, because it's written by someone else, that person doesn't own the, the, they don't hold rights to the song, so tons of people record it. Yeah. Like, which was essentially a lot of early music to begin with, just of that early music, what am I saying? But that era of like 50s and 60s, R&B and country music, yeah, it's a lot of like re-recordings of the same song and rock and roll for that matter, especially in the early '60s. Like, oh yeah, every you know British invasion band had the same like ten songs that they all had their own versions of, so, like Shout. Yeah, and um, sure. Anyways, yeah, uh, but yeah, the Gambler. Uh, that that's what I learned. And again, it's essentially a metaphor for life. But in the course of the song, the Gambler dies. Presumably, Kenny Rogers just like watches this happen. And yeah, that's that's it. And he just walks away with like, oh, some really good life advice. Yeah. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out a cigarette, faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. But in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got no when to hold him. 
Gambler by Kenny Rogers. Okay. Did, did I do it right? Yeah, that's perfect. The whole buildup to this list, I was just like, so do we have to like tie in the lyrics? Is it like a lesson that I literally learned? Am I picking like my top? I should say these are not like my flat out 10 favorite country music songs. These are just a collection of 10 songs that I really, really like that happen to tie in with the theme. Yeah, that's so the thing. It's not so much a jump down your... my throat for having a super obvious one like the gambler no that's why it's my number two. this is not supposed to be like a this isn't something you would put up on the website and say this is the arc of East top 10 country list this is just a funny way of talking about songs you like by about from that genre and like a funny lesson you could learn from them or like a funny way to pick them apart if they're kind of silly but you know yeah. nobody wants to talk about them how silly um, they are I they want to talk this, about how cool they are this one uh you know again some sound life advice the the rest of the lyric of course after the bit that everybody knows is uh, you never count your money when you're sitting at, at the, the table. table. Yep. There's plenty of time for counting when the dealing's done. So, you know, don't toil over the shit, the <laughs> moment-to-moment stuff, you know. There's plenty of time for counting when you're dead. So just just keep living, you know. Yeah. But also, no one to hold them. No one to fold them. No one to walk away. And once again, no one to run. Now, do you know what condition his condition was in when he wrote that? Not quite sure. I totally wanted to put that song on this list, but definitely not a quote-unquote country song. Okay. All right, so... But again, shout-out to Kenny Rogers for being able to do something that's that fucking rocking. Yeah. And, you know, all of... All the duets with Dolly and all his own stuff, yeah. He's definitely a legend. Gotta give him that. All right. Yeah, so you're number 10, sir. The number 10 thing that I learned from country music... Is that when you go down under on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. Synergy. Yes. What <laughs> number is that, my brother? My my number nine. Okay, that's perfect. So we'll just we'll have a big discussion, then I'll go into my number nine. Uh, yeah, I have a giant. What the fuck? Yes. I have on the Chattahoochee. It gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. Question mark. Question mark. What the fuck? I was singing this song when I was like, I don't know, like four or five. Yeah. I, yeah. This is one that was in that, and one that I forgot because I kept asking myself, what is the one? Because there, there were tons of them in the house when we were little. But like, yeah, walking around Alan at five, Jackson hoochie coochie, like what the... F- very ever present. Had to have it on my list. Uh, I also, for a handful of artists on here, I had, I had multiple lessons. Mm-hmm. So we can keep right on going. I learned that... You, you don't rock the jukebox. Mm-hmm. You know why? Why? It's because Alan Jackson is like a really old fogey who doesn't like the Rolling Stones. He just can't handle them. But it's yeah. also because he's just a heartbroken, lovelorn bastard, apparently, in this song and <laughs> needs needs the sadness of country music to keep him company. So don't rock the jukebox. But also, did you know, Gavin, at midnight in Montgomery... 
the ghost of Hank Williams is always singing, apparently. We can talk about that one a little bit. Oh, okay. Because it's on my leap. separate spot. He makes it twice. Excuse me. Because he's that good. Okay. Well, all right. So back to yeah. me for my number. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no. Just, I put Chattahoochee on here because, you know, I, I watched the video. And the one thing I was impressed with this song, not just the hoochie coochie part, but basically talking about like he kept trying and trying and trying to get with this chick. She wasn't into it. So he got a snow cone and a burger. Like, it's very PG. Like, okay, you know, hey, I'm trying to get with this chick, and, yeah. you know, she's well, ain't I'm into a, it. I'm going to go out on the lake. Yeah, it's... so I dropped her off early, but I didn't go home. Yeah. And, like, down by the river on a Friday night, you know, all that, and, you know, talking about Is cars. Beer about dented one. cans in the pale moonlight? What's yeah. the lyric? Beer dented cans in the beer pale moonlight. Beer dented Yeah. And then talking about cars and dreaming about women. Yeah. Never had a plan, just living for the minute. I mean, that's... That's, that's pretty... Pretty PG. Like That's college, said. dude. Yeah. That's all I did in college, minus the down by the river part. It was more like in the parking lot yeah. without the beer because, you know, I was a whiskey guy. <laughs> so, uh, but the video is, is awesome because Alan Jackson is like water skiing with one, like, one thing a bo- or like wakeboarding. Uh-huh. Then at one point he has nothing but his boots on. Like his boots aren't, he's not surfing on a board. And he never loses his hat until the very end of the video. <laughs> He just looks like he's having a great time. Okay, I might so, have to drop a link. You have to, yeah, to uh, put that in there. For this on the website. And again, the idea here is we're making fun, but maybe you don't know this song, or maybe you do and you just forgot. I because you listened to like all of these today yeah. while I was making my list on Spotify, except for a few which I'll mention that are impossible to find. We'll get into that. Yeah, in a bit. definitely. We can end with that. Any honorable mentions and stuff that you like, you know, you remember? Because I got to the point, I was asking my boss, like, hey, can you give me some stuff? Because, like, I'm blanking. And she would give me a name. I'd be like, oh, shit, yeah, I know that person. Dude, you're always cheating on these, like, asking people for outside feedback. I pretty much pretty much go off the gut. But I guess I have been guilty of calling a friend or two. Yeah, you phone a friend. It's a rule. Okay, thing. so my that, number... God. Um, Are we flip flopping now? Well, you your number nine was was, was Chattahoochee. So I'll go with my number nine. We'll go back to you for eight. Okay, perfect. But now you're not going to close out. Is that still okay? Perfectly fine with me. Guess rules. All right. Guess rules, baby. Flip flop. Flippity flop flop. Happen at some point. All right. Um, so my number nine thing I learned from country music is that um, uh, when you bury someone beneath the willows, the angels will sing a whiskey lullaby. It's whiskey lullaby by. It's Brad Paisley and Allison Krauss. I think that's the other lady's name. Not familiar with Really sad song. Really, really neat video. Basically, the whole song is about two people that couldn't get along with each other and what happens to them as their breakup has occurred and where their lives go. They Spoiler alert, they both wind up drinking themselves to death. Um, I just like the line, uh, he put that bottle to his head and pulled the trigger. Like, that's just so poetic for someone who cannot like drown away their sorrows in any shape way shape or form Mm -hmm. and the idea that your love was so strong that you could do nothing but drink whiskey to try and get over her and it's like really dude really but i mean i don't know dad always says country's about life lessons but i don't know i guess the one here is just you know let her go dude it's not that big a deal there's other fish in the sea he spent his whole life trying to forget We watched him drink his pain away a little at a time But he never could get drunk enough to get her off his mind until the night 
He put that bottle to his head and pulled the trigger and finally drank away her memory. Life is short, but this time it was bigger than the strength he had to get up off his knees. We found him with his face down in the pillow with a note that said, I love her till I Number I'll be nine. Hearing this one for the first time when I drop it in. Oh, good. It's, listen to the whole thing. It's really good. Maybe I should make you edit your own episode. No, no, thank you. What a fun experience that would. That be. would be terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, so back to me for my number eight. Yeah. Uh, my number eight thing that I learned from country music is that Toby Keith should have been a cowboy <laughs> because he would have spared us like two and a half decades of garbage, reductive ignorant redneck bullshit country music i don't know if that's a controversial opinion to have but i'm of the opinion that toby keith had one of the best debut albums maybe in the history of music oh yeah uh just single after single off of this one what else was on that though i only remember this you've got well maybe they're hits in my head just because i've listened to this album over and over again but let me hold on a sec well you're I'll forgetting the track listing here you forget that like one of the big things is that we wouldn't have those movies he's done with Larry the Cable Guy, like Beer for My Horses. How have I not seen those? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I know how you haven't. But <laughs> okay, let me... Uh, let you me wouldn't have back. him in the Dixie Chicks His feud. self-titled album from 1993. Should have been a cowboy. He ain't worth missing. I don't know if you remember that Don't one. you know he ain't worth missing. Yeah. Wish I didn't know now. Yeah? Yeah, a little less talk and a lot more action. Right there, man. God, I forgot about that song. That's what I'm saying, dude. He That's has, what like, this whole list know, is about, man. At least four like Stone Cold classics off that first album. And this was right in the era, again, when I was little. And like we we didn't go into too much detail, but that's like mostly where I was exposed to country music. And it was a lot of Alan Jackson, Toby Keith, Brooks and Dunn, who didn't make this list. And I'm totally regretting right now. Oh, they're totally on mine. could have fit them in here. They're so, on mine. Okay, we'll get into that. And I'm sure we'll get into... The big one from that era for me personally, but we'll save that for a little later. Anyways, um, but I think he had a great like old school country feel. Should have been a cowboy references like Gene Autry, Roy Rogers, and like just that kind um, of like romanticism about Gunsmoke. Yeah, Marshall Dillon. Yeah, yeah, just that whole like romanticism about the West and that period of time and everything, and. I feel like I wish he had stayed more focused on that, I guess. And yeah, artists evolve and change and all that shit. But like, I, you know, if you look in his, for instance, if we were to go to his top tracks on Spotify, courtesy of the red, white, and blue, yeah, number one on his most listened with 32,122,933 listens. Jesus Christ. As good as I once was, which is an okay song. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not going to like totally shit on it. Should have been a cowboy does crack the top three as okay. it should. But then 
everything else is from the last few years. Red Solo Cup, Beer for My Horses, et cetera, et cetera. Now, how do you like Nobody me now? remembers this, the first album. How do you like me now? I like that one. Uh, not a huge fan. I like the video but for it. Go, go back to the first one, even if you think that Toby Keith is a joke. And yeah. if you have an issue with like his current present day output, go check out this album again. Again, that's his self-titled album, 1993. Opening track, Should Have Been a Cowboy. And it gave me my number eight lesson from country music. I might have had a sidekick with a funny name Running wild through the hills chasing Jesse James Ending up on the brink of danger Riding shotgun for the Texas Rangers No West, young man, haven't you been told California's full of whiskey, women and ghosts Sleeping out all night beneath the desert stars a dream in my eye and a prayer in my heart. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six shoes, riding my pony on a cat and drive. Stealing a young girl's hearts. Just like Gene and Roy. So your number seven, is that what we're doing? It'd be my number eight. Okay, I thought you were... We're back on track. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, So my number eight thing that I learned from country music is that um, I really want to find a girl um, who lets me basically be able to tell her that there ain't nothing about you that don't do something for me. The way that you look, the way you laugh, the way you love with all you have. There ain't nothing about you that don't do something for me. Once I thought that love was something I could never do. Never knew that I could feel this much. But this yearning in the deep part of my heart. Is more than a reaction to your touch. It's a perfect passion. And I can't get enough. The way you look, the way you laugh, the way you love with all you have. There ain't nothing about you that don't do something for me. The way you kiss, the way you cry, the way you move when you walk by. There ain't nothing about you that don't do something for me. That is the only Brooks and Dunn song that's on my list because I thought you would have at least My Maria or Boot Scoop Boogie. My Maria. Which is a not, dope video, by the way. If I'm not mistaken, that is one that I only clip off here because the original, mm-hmm. uh, Bo Stevenson. Sounds right. Stevenson, I know, is right, but I don't know if Bo is correct. I need to look it up. But those are like neck and neck. I love both versions. And yeah, again, I didn't think about Brooks and Dunn until very late in the list-making process, and so I didn't fit them on here. Yeah. But I do love this song as well. And that, that, this one is a early, it's late 90s, maybe early 2000s. I wanted to go through and get the list and the albums, yeah, what they, they were on, but I wasn't trying to be that crazy. that for me, as I was kind of like growing out of it and not being as interested in that music, where I still would hear a single of their, because they, 
they kind of crossed over a little to bit, mainstream yeah. pop radio, especially in that era, two thousands, if I'm not mistaken. Even like Alan and, Jackson, I feel like where Toby Keith is totally pandering to the red, white, and blue, and like you know the red states. Alan Jackson, not so much pandering, but like I believe he's a good old fashioned blue blooded American. That you know, remember when? And of course, you had the South Park episode. Where were you? Where were you? <laughs> when they built the ladder to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that um, Brooks and Dunn. Again, there's tons of stuff you can put on here. Not a lot of deep cuts with them because I'm, I'm I only know the hits. I know Mom was a real big fan of them. I want to say she went to a concert at some point, but I do encourage you to go back and watch the video for Boot Scoop Boogie because it's just, it's it's a whole lot. All these '90s videos, dude, they are so much fun. You have to go watch them. They're so great. Okay. Okay. That was your number seven. My number seven is uh, about a gentleman by the name of Buck Owens. Okay. Okay. And uh, they're gonna put him in the movies. They're going to make a big star out of him. <laughs> They're going to make a film about a man who's sad and lonely. And all he's got to <laughs> do is what, Gavin? Act naturally. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to put me in the movies. They're going to make a big star out of me. We'll make the film about a man that's sad and lonely. And all I gotta do is act naturally. Well, I'll bet you I'm gonna be a big star. Might win an Oscar, you can't never tell. The movie's gonna make me a big star. Cause I can play the part. So well, well, I hope you come to see me in the movie, and I know that you are plain to see, biggest fool that's ever hit the big time, and all I gotta do is act naturally. Point number seven, Act Naturally by Buck Owens. Um, I love this song. Yeah. It's a classic. It's 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 got that jingly jangly early country feel to it, and again, it's all about how he is the perfect man. He says he's capable of winning an Oscar <laughs> because nobody can play pain essentially like he's been through. It's just it's a total sad sack country song, but again, delivered like in a rather rather peppy way, and that's kind of like a running thing through all of them. As much as you know. You and I have talked about bands like The Smiths, for instance, where it's like it's super poppy, but if you listen to the lyrics, it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. this is dark as hell. And country music to me is like kind of the more so than the blues. The blues sounds sad and has yeah. a languid feel to it. And like, you feel it in the tone of the music. But country, there are a lot of like huge, huge number one singles and stuff over the years that you're just like, that song's about that? Like, what yeah. the hell? And so many that you go back to now and, like, you listen to them and you may remember, like, the, you remember, like, the first verse of the chorus and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And you forget that, like, a lot of these are three-act stories mm-hmm. and story-structured songs and it's like a lot of them go really dark <laughs> before like, it's all over. Like, Johnny's daddy taking and fishing. Is that on your list? No, it's not. Oh, God, that song is, will gut you. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I remember every girl in high school loving that song for some reason. Don't take the girl. Oh my God! What? Don't are you... take the girl. First of all, 
Like, Johnny is the unluckiest motherfucker on the planet. Yeah. Like, all the bad shit that happens to him. Might as well, you should have just call him Job. Job's daddy's taking a fish. Can, can, I, can I jump to my number six? I'm totally going to fuck you up. Can I go jump for to it? Just six? go for it. Because I, I got to talk to you about another Johnny who's got a lot of problems. Okay, okay? go for it. Mr. Johnny Paycheck. Are you familiar with Mr. Johnny Paycheck? No, what the hell is okay, this? Because he's, he's got several issues, man, okay? First of all, he needs a new job for sure, uh-huh. okay? Uh, he also definitely needs better friends, just in general. And he needs better taste in women. It's what it all comes down to. Johnny Paycheck, uh, performer of such great classics, says, Take this job and shove it. <laughs> That's why he needs a new job. Wait, that's not Alan Jackson? That is Johnny Paycheck. God, they sound alike, dude. I don't know that it's like written by him. A lot of his stuff is, uh, as for instance, with uh, She's All I Got, which was a hit just written and one of those that's performed by a bunch of people. There's another pretty famous version by Freddie North, mm-hmm. which charted, if I'm not mistaken. Also a great version. But She's All I Got is him like pleading to his friend, like, don't take my girl. Will I sit It's like, okay, dude, first of all, if that's a serious concern, like, just don't be friends with that guy. Yeah. But if that's also a legitimate concern that, like, he could actually take her from you, then this is probably not a girl that you want to be with either, man. Yeah. Like, if that's a legitimate concern. It's just, dude, it doesn't make my list, but it's Jolene. All right, cool. Jolene, that would be an honorable yeah. mention for me. For Jolene, sure. yeah. Well, I mean, but, Dolly's on my list because I love her to death, but I feel like everybody knows Jolene. I'm going with a different one. Which would be not my number six. I'll talk to you about that after I talk about my number seven. Whenever you're ready. Oh, you don't, no, keep talking to me about Johnny, dude. No, I just, you know, and take this job and shove it. What it comes down to is like his woman left him. And that's why he's like, fuck this job. Like the whole reason I was working this job is to provide for her. And she's gone. So fucking, you know, takes his job and shove it. I ain't working so here And no it all goes back to the woman. And I'm like... I don't know if, like, maybe you need to look inward, Johnny. Like, maybe you're a little bit of an asshole and you need to work on yourself. Like, maybe you're just not right to be with somebody else right now. But regardless, like, you need a little bit better taste in women, man. Because if you got to be worried about all your friends, like, trying to take your lady, it's no kind of way to live, man. So, yeah, Johnny Paycheck, very valuable lessons. But I feel like he didn't really teach me something except for, like, he needs to teach himself something. Like, he needs to really... (laughs) Take stock of where he's at right now. His, his next hit next year is going to be called "I'm on Grinder Now," and like he's I'm pretty just, sure Johnny Paycheck has uh, passed on. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. You no, know, he's probably having a hard time in the afterlife. Um, all right, so the number seven thing. We'll go to my number seven, my number six, real quick. The number seven thing that I learned from country music that um, you just uh, just be nice to the gentleman, fancy, and they'll be nice to you. It's fancy by Reba McIntyre. One of my favorite songs. A great story about a woman who basically her mom put her into prostitution and she became this giant madam. It's great. You've never heard Fancy? I, I feel like maybe this is. She one says, of those "Here's your one chance, Fancy. Don't let me down." I do. Oh, we're maybe gonna. It's just the way you're delivering it. Because maybe if I heard it, I you probably know, know this. Well, I remember it all very well. 
looking back, it was the summer I turned 18. We lived in a one-room run-down shack on the outskirts of New Orleans. We didn't have money for food or rent, to say the least, we were hard-pressed. Then Mama spent every last penny we had to buy me a dancing dress. Well, Mama washed and combed and curled my hair, and she painted my eyes and lived. Then I stepped into a satin dancing dress that had a split from the side, clean up to my heel. It was red velvet trimming and it fit me good and Standing back from the looking glass there stood a woman where a half-grown kid had stood She said, here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down She said, here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down Okay, well, that was my number seven. My number six, I put both the girls back to back. My number six is, here you come again, which... um I guess if I learned a lesson from this, it was that um, here you come again, just when I've begun to get myself together, you waltz right in the door, just like you've done before, and wrap my heart around your little finger. I don't understand how that's a lesson. Yeah. I feel like you're breaking your own rules, man. Okay, well, the, the lesson you learn is that, like, you got to get over people and lock your fucking doors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't let them in your house. the one where, where wasn't there an Aretha Frank oh no um, Glory Gaynor so just you felt like dropping in expecting me to be free like I have the idea that like she leaves her door unlocked and this guy who came back from outer space is like walking in her door at like 12 o'clock at night and she's trying to sleep because she's a hard working woman she got to get up and go to that uh, that uh, toll booth station she works at in Long Island so you threw Dolly on here but not Jolene the obvious lessons yeah I just like Here You Come Again because it's sweet. But Jolene is a straight-up tramp. Jolene I mean, is a tramp. old man. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, um, that goes without saying. Again, honorable mention for me. But Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, Jolene's <laughs> the same lesson as Johnny Paycheck. Like, if he's... Okay, yeah. You you understand that Jolene could easily take your man, but, like, if, if that's the case, get rid of the dude. Yeah. Like, let him have Why Jolene. Why do you want to be with somebody who, like, could be that easily swayed? Like... Another one from like recent days I didn't put on here just because I don't really know I don't remember who sings it but the one about why don't you stay and it's written from like the other woman's perspective it's not like the wife I think I think it's supposed to be written as Is though that it's what that song's about why don't you stay I'm down on my um, knees it's again, like again a lot of these like I know them by title and I could tell you like I could hum you the like chorus probably but I've never paid attention to the lyrics because I don't give a shit about most like modern country yeah but... um. <laughs> So if you want, 
This Dude. was a little bit like pulling teeth to get me to do this episode, everybody, by yeah. the way. This so, is not my preferred genre. But yeah. This is fun. This would have been better this with mom fun. and dad, which I mean, I can come up with another 10 when I talk to mom and dad if they want to do this. Definitely. Um, go... If you want to table what you talked about as an honorable mention, I'll do my number five, and then you can start back with five, and we'll go from there. However you it's your show, Let's bro. do that. My number five was I learned that, you know, if it's Midnight in Montgomery, Hank's always playing there. Yeah. Love the steel guitar in this song. Alan Jackson's... Probably the, Alan Jackson's best song, if we're yeah. being real. Just the um, imagery of, like, stopping at a at a graveyard in Montgomery, Alabama. That goes to Hank Williams. <laughs> wearing shiny <laughs> boots <laughs> and a nudie suit. <laughs> and he turned his hat, and he tipped it. And I was like, Emilio! <laughs> what if it was, though? What dude, if it, is there a video for this? this? Yeah, there is, dude. It's all black and white. He's like, I don't know if he is speaks there a ghost? Is there I don't a literal know. ghost? I don't know, dude. I mean, Hank Williams Jr. was still alive when this song Not came to spoil out. spoil your list. So is Hank Williams on your list? No. Not on my list? Not on my I do have an old guy on here. My number two. But, uh. But yeah, so a couple old folks on here. Yeah. Some uh, that are still with us, some that are not. I have one by a mega group. I think you're gonna know what I'm talking about. Go ahead with your number five though. Definitely somebody who's not with us. Uh awkward segue. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this man taught me a lot about West Virginia. Um, in West Virginia, did you know that life is old there? Older <laughs> than the trees, younger than the mountains. Blowing in the goddamn breeze, Gavin. Country roads take me home. Excuse me, take me home, country roads, by Mr. John Denver. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is old there. Older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia. trying to tell me you're going to light my country music award on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Super Troopers 2. Coming soon. Yep. Totally. Um, I knew that one would make you smile. That's, yeah. That's Who a good doesn't one? love this song? You may not think of it as like, this may be quote unquote poser country, faux country. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I've only seen it once, but the opening of Logan Lucky, which I don't know if you've caught it yet, beautifully explains uh that the song you know 
John Denver's not from West Virginia. But if I'm not mistaken, it was written for a member of the band or like a roadie or a guitar tech who is from West Virginia as like a, you know, I know you're on the road with us, but like this will help you think of home or something like that. I think that's how the story goes. I think so. And it's just, it's awesome, dude. You get like the full on layered vocals coming in for the second half of the song and the production's just gorgeous on it. This is one of those, I'm like, if you don't like this song, there's something wrong with you. If it doesn't like just scratch a little bit of an itch every time you listen to it, like I, I don't, I don't know who you are. Yeah, it's a great fucking song. Because it was Neil Diamond that like he stole the record the record of the year from or something like that's the story in Super Troopers. But yeah, <laughs> um, it's like uh, like um, Detroit Rock City. The only time anybody ever died going to a Kiss show was in Raleigh, North Carolina. Like it never happened. And like going to Detroit, no one ever died on the way to a Kiss show. Like that's just not not what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I get what you're saying. So that was your number five. Yes, that was my number five. Okay. Well, um, so back to me your, for my number, number four. Yeah, <laughs> my number four. The number four thing that I learned from country music is that that I may be a a single drop of rain, but I will remain. I'll be back again and again and again and again. Normally, I would say table it, but I'm going to let you go ahead and take the reins with this one. Um, but it is on my list. Where's it, What number is it at? It's a little bit higher. A little bit. All right. We could talk about it later. It's cool. Um, go ahead and give me your number four. Okay. I learned it's totally okay to lose your virginity to an old widow. As long as you're a thousand miles from nowhere with wheat fields as far as the eye can see. I went to work for her that summer. A teenage kid so far from home. She was a lonely widow woman. Hell bent to make it on her own. We were a thousand miles from nowhere. Wheat feels as far as I could see Both needing something from each other Not knowing yet what that might be Till she came to me one evening Hot cup of coffee and a smile In a dress that I was certain She hadn't worn in quite a while there was a difference in her laughter There was a softness in her eyes And on the air there was a hunger Even a boy could recognize She had a need to feel the thunder To chase the lightning from the sky To watch the storm with all its wonder That summer by uh, Garth Brooks, where he informs us that as a teenager, he went to go work on a farm and, you know, one day this 
elder. I don't know if she's meant to be elderly, but I picture her as elderly because apparently she has hands of leather that turn to velvet in a touch. But um, anyways, okay. So she comes to him one evening. Hot cup. Hot fuck. Hot cup of hot coffee this month. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was a hot fuck. <laughs> hot cup of coffee and a smile. You in, know? A, in a dress that he was certain that she hadn't worn in a long time. In quite a while. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, there was a difference in her laughter. There was a softness in her touch, blah, blah, blah. All of that good stuff. Anyways, they end up boning apparently his first time. Yeah. And did, uh, why did they, though? This goes on and on for the summer. What's that? The, because she had to. They, they had, had to need to feel the thunder. thunder to chase the lightning from the sky, right? Yeah. And they had watch to watch the storm, the storm with, with all its wonder. wonder. Raging in each other's eyes. Yeah. yeah et, cetera, et cetera. My favorite part is that he. Every time he passes a wheat field, um, although it isn't real, he he thinks he can feel her hungry arms again. But the shitty thing is that he's rarely just held wanna, another. Just want to mark mark this uh, mark this in time. Uh, mark it's twelve twenty five a.m. Uh, it is Saturday, January twentieth, and the government just shut down. What? The government just shut down. Did it for real? Yeah. So, government shuts down. Lawmakers still searching for a deal. So they, they couldn't hit their deadline or whatever. So the government yeah. just shut down. Anyway. Um, anyway, Garth Brooks, you know. The saddest what thing. What I love about him is what a lot of people don't get about him. You know what that is, Gavin? He's a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll. No, that <laughs> is Donnie Marie Osmond. No, no, he's Chris Gaines, dude. Shut up. <laughs> Garth Brooks. He's country. And he's rock and roll. <laughs> Get it right, dude. He's not That's a little right. bit country and a little okay. bit rock and roll. Yeah. He's country and he's rock and roll. I do love the family guy. White likes to remind all of us. He taught me another lesson. I got I to gotta get this in here real quick. Mm-hmm. Taught me a very, very important lesson What's at a that? young age. Yeah, What's that? At a very young age. That you can't stand outside of a buyer. Okay. <laughs> Because I don't even know what the fuck a buyer is. But when I was a child, I was convinced that the Garth Brooks smash single, Standing Outside the Fire, was in fact Standing Outside the Buyer. And that's how I proceeded to sing it constantly. Yes. And my family has teased me about it incessantly um, for most of my adult life. So I had to have it on here, even though technically the song I'm mentioning is that summer. And that's the one that you're actually not going to hear because that brings us into our other part of the discussion that I wanted to have earlier. Mr. Garth Brooks just won't, you know, he gave it all to Walmart. Yeah. He, it's all privatized now. You can't find it anywhere on the goddamn internet. You can't buy it on iTunes. So where am I supposed to get drops to put this in? I couldn't even go listen to that summer. You know what you could do? You could get my Garth Brooks the first five years the dad gave me for Christmas. You can how, take the CDs. How convenient. Yeah. Okay. But no, I seriously do need that because I want this song on here. I need it in my iTunes. I need all that shit. Yeah. They, they're all on there. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say that Garth Brooks just won't die because he's back with the greatest hits. And I was going to say, you know what? No, he is like the Terminator. The Terminator. <laughs> because, <laughs> because Noah, along with singing Standing Outside the Buyer, thought that it was the, the Terminator, not... The Terminator. Maybe we were mildly dyslexic as a child. Maybe. Definitely worked my way out of it, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job stuttering, Stanley. Um, okay. Yeah. The saddest part about that summer is that he says, uh, I have rarely held another when I haven't seen her face. 
That yeah. is terrible. It's like, okay, man. So every single person. Have you seen your wife? Since, Do you yeah. know who Trisha Yearwood is? Like, come on, man. Really? Didn't even know they were married. It's crazy. They were. Do you know what? They were like the the Kurt and Goldie of of the country music scene for a long time. Oh, yeah. I, I think they were like together for a while, and then they got married. Dude, if you told me Garth Brooks was coming here tomorrow, tickets were like two hundred dollars. I'd make it happen. Yeah, I would. Seriously, in a heartbeat, dude. Even that tour he, he was on would, where he was I mean, singing all songs from all the generations. I don't think people get it, though, or even remember, man. But even at, from a kid's perspective, he was like the biggest thing in the world yes. for like two years. Dude, you got to read that book. He was literally everywhere. everywhere. Yes. Because he's my number three. nuts, man. He's my number three behind your number four. All right. Yeah. Is that where we had? Was it? The dance, or excuse me, that summer, or did you no, no, that summer is not. It, that summer is my favorite song of his. But okay. I learned, I learned the same lesson. I knew you. You text me, said don't steal it. So the thing I learned is that um, I did tell you not to steal. It. Yeah, you sent me a text like, "Hey, is this what I'm supposed to do?" And don't steal this. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, all right." Um, is that you know, whenever you're um, showing up and ruining someone's black tie affair, it's okay if you just. Uh, it's okay because you got friends in low places. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I this one I was like this is everybody put it on there. Yeah. So everybody a different. You, this is one of like ten, a handful of songs you put on in a bar, and everybody in the bar will sing it. Nate does it at his shows. Also transcend yes transcends it, time and space to the point that Chuck FM, the big like pop station essentially that plays, you know, eighties nineties. And a little bit of today. Mm-hmm. Um, they play Friends in Low Places at least once a day in their rotation. Yeah. Nothing else that even approaches a country song, but you will hear that. Yeah. Total crossover appeal. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're as high as the eye of your tower and, and no one ever knows, I mean, you know, because you got Friends in Low Places. We, friends in Low Places to me is about that one uncle that's always at a wedding that has like many bottles in his jacket. Because the last wedding that I shot, um, there was a biker dude there that just had mini bottles after mini bottle after mini bottle. But, you know, he's a friend in low places, you know, he's always going to have your back. Obviously it's a bar song. It's about having friends in a bar, yeah. but you know, you want to go where everybody knows your name. Everybody knows your name. I was right there. Oh, dude, going come on, dude. <laughs> okay. We should just call this, so sh- this show Synergy. Yeah, dude. We've on been, guard, we've on grata or whatever. A lot, for yeah. sure. All right. What's We're, your number two? My, my number three, can I say that? Oh, that's your number three. That's right. My number three was Low Places. What's your number three? I learned, the number three thing that I learned from country music, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> life ain't easy for a boy named Sue, brother. <laughs> <laughs> also, always be a good boy. Don't, Don't take ever play with guns. <laughs> okay? So... Oh, I thought you were going to say your guns. Falls in prison blues. Mr. Johnny Cash. We don't have to dwell on it because it perfectly segues into my number two, which you mentioned earlier. And my lesson from that was that they'll all be back again and again. Yeah. And again. So my number four was again. The Highwaymen. Yes. That's the Highwayman song was recorded a bunch of times. But if you don't know who the Highwaymen are, it is it was Chris Christopherson, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, and the late great Johnny Cash. I was a highwayman Along the coach roads I did ride With sword and pistol by my side 
a young maid lost her baubles to my trade. Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade. The bastards hung me in the spring of 25, but I am still alive. I was a sailor, I was born upon the tide. I did abide I sailed a schooner around the Horn of Mexico I went aloft to furl the mainsail in a blow And when the yards broke off they said that I got killed But I am living still I don't think Waylon or Johnny is with us anymore I know Johnny isn't Waylon Jennings is gone Waylon Jennings is dead. Christopherson still Merle around. is in this or no? Merle's not in this. Merle's group. not in the highway. It's Waylon Jennings, My, Johnny Cash, me. Willie Nelson, and Chris Christopherson. Is Chris Christopherson the second verse? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know much Christopherson. That's why I'm asking. Me either. He's, I guess that would be the one because it sounds most... He does. But I also don't know Waylon that well. The Dam Builder. Cross the River Deep and Wide. Dam Builder. Cross the River Deep and Wide. I was a dam builder across the river deep and wide where steel and water did collide a place called boulder on the wild colorado i slipped and fell into the wet concrete below they buried me in that great tomb that knows no sound but I am still around I'll always be around Christopherson talks about how he's amazed that he wasn't more amazed because he's like, these are guys that were like my heroes. I was like cleaning up their ashtrays when I was younger, and now I'm on stage with them, and we're in the Highwaymen. They had three albums. I wanted to put uh, like Desperados Waiting for a Train because that's a really neat story song about an old cowboy that's getting old, and like each one of them kind of like knows the guy. Or I, I mean, it's one guy that knows this old cowboy, but they all have different verses. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Highwaymen was a country super group. Um, the Highwaymen, it, it, it does have country feel to it, but it does have just a weird... It's about basically the spirit of this person that keeps, you know, transcending time in different eras. Once he's a, he, a Highwayman on the road, then he's a, a, a builder of the Hoover Dam. They're all workmen and people, essentially. They're like the salt of the earth type people. And yeah. the concept that, like, even though people may not remember them or they don't make, like, a huge, you know, stamp, that, yeah. like... They'll always be around, like especially Johnny, who's going to be a star, uh, a starship pilot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that you said that was your number two, was the Highwayman, because yes. that was my number four. So that's kind of synergy. Yeah. yeah, but your number three again for those who aren't listening, or, uh, or who it have was lost a cluster this. of a boy named Sue and Folsom Prison Blues by Mr. Johnny Cash. Okay, I actually didn't put Johnny on this list because to me Johnny has his own, and there's a ton of stuff, deep cuts and not. So I mean, I'm yeah, going to do a whole lessons episode. I'm going to do a whole lessons episode on Johnny because there's a couple of deep cuts I don't think anybody knows. Um, you should probably get mom on that. Definitely going to do that. Um, so my number two um, is that um, you just should never go visit the West Te- Texas town of El Paso because you'll fall in love with a Mexican girl. Her eyes will be blacker than night, and um, music will play and she'll twirl. 
you'll wind up getting involved with a scuffle with a cowboy, and then basically you'll be a hunted man for the rest of your life, only to come back to El Paso and be shot and die. <laughs> Sounds pretty bleak. Yeah, but it's El Paso by Marty Robbins. I was about to ask you the artist because I know the song, but yeah, yeah, good place. All right. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's cantina, music would play and Felina would whirl. Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina, wicked and evil while casting a spell. My love was deep for this Mexican maiden. I was in love, but in vain I could tell. Very country. I mean, it's the classic country song. I, everybody's probably going to know it because it perfectly syncs up for Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. You seen it? You haven't seen that? Which episode are they using? If you play, I'm going to show you this video when we're done. If you play Felina, like mm-hmm. the episode, Felina is the last one, right? Mm hmm. There, the, you set the song to that. There is so much imagery from that entire oh, last yeah, season. Yeah, I remember all of this one. Yeah, to like play one night of this and Felina goodbye because Felina is actually the chem, you know, can make the chemicals for methamphetamine. So it all, it's like, uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Vince Gilligan? No, yes, Vince yeah. Gilligan. Yeah, it's like he made a show about me- a meth dealing, making high school teacher solely to have it in in five seasons completely in sync with Marty Robbins' El Paso. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> Even though it totally wasn't conceived that way. No. Yeah, yeah, happy yeah. accident. Happy totally. accident galore. You're um, number one, sir. Um, I went pretty serious on this one. It's not like a you know crazy lesson or anything like that. I just thought it would be a nice way to ride out. But obviously we're going to end with your number one. So that's totally cool. Um, but I learned that if you're traveling in the North Country Fair, you got to remember... Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash to one who lives there where she once was a true love of theirs. It's the girl from the North Country. Uh, Bob Dylan song, but Johnny Cash duets with him on the album, if I'm not mistaken. It may actually be a Johnny Cash original. I, I'm not sure where this one comes from, but I know it mainly from the Nashville Skyline recording, which is Bob Dylan featuring Johnny Cash. If you're traveling to the North Country Fair Where the winds hit heavy on the borderline Remember me to one who lives there For she once was a true love of mine See for me that her hair's hanging down It curls and falls all down her breast See for me that her hair's hanging down That's the way I remember her bed just it's kind of you know it's a sad contemplative one but it's like you know it's just got a great country feel to it 
This one you could fight me on being like quote unquote traditional country. But I feel like it fits. I can tell by the looks that you probably are not as familiar no with idea this what one, you're but I know about. you love Johnny Cash. I so do. Go listen to this one. But yeah, that that's my number one. Um, Girl from the North Country by Bob Dylan. Okay. The number one thing I learned from country music is you can bet if a move can be made, she knows how to make one on you. Do you know why, Noah? Why, Gavin? Because... So many times she's been taken a fool by those alibis and lion eyes and all the best lines. Lord knows she's heard them all. She's been cheated on and pushed around and left alone. And It's Alibis by Tracy Lawrence. trick in the book She knows how to give She knows how to take Cause so many times she's been taken a fool by those alibis and lying eyes and all the best lies Lord knows she's heard them all like it relates to every woman about in every country song if there's a move that can be made she'll make it on you i mean you already talked about it with your your johnny whatever dude half the women paycheck johnny paycheck knows not johnny cash johnny paycheck (laughs) did you not put it together until just now come on dude come on I didn't realize that. Johnny Paycheck, Johnny Cat. I get it. It's like Johnny. All right, all right. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. It's We've been drinking, okay? What can we say? <laughs> yeah, Alibis is one of those that I always knew. And it probably wasn't until my buddy Dustin Hodge played me Paint Me a Birmingham that I was like, who's this dude? I was like, oh, Tracy Lawrence. I had no idea that he sang Alibis. And then I was on like Facebook or something a couple a couple months ago. And he like posted the video for it again i was like what the hell and of course it's another classic like 90s country and it's like oh you know the dad is lying to the daughter about why he can't see her and he's actually cheating on his wife and then the girl grows up and she does the same thing to this dude that really cares about her because that's all she knows she's been cheated on and pushed around her whole life sad damn yeah it's a vicious cycle again not one i'm familiar with but kind of glad i'm not yeah you'll play (laughs) You'll this. I'll play it. You'll you'll like it. You've heard it. Yeah. You know it. You've heard it plenty of times. Um, but yeah, hey, so we did it. We did it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Any any honorable mentions? Any um, I, Sorry, this is your shit. Yeah, dude. no, I'm jumping yeah, in the host yeah. mode. Yeah, you round it out however you want to. <laughs> yeah, you just fall back, small back. All right. Um, yeah, so do you have any honorable mentions, Noah? Anything else that you think we should know for <laughs> No, I got nothing. That's why I was trying to wrap okay, it up. Because right. I'm like, 
I, yeah. I was a struggle to come up with these ten. So okay. um, and I forgot, you know, Brooks and Don and a handful of others on there that I should um, have. Some other things you should know that if if you want to play in Texas, you gotta have a fill in the band. I didn't put Alabama on this list because people label them as Southern Rock and Anna makes of country. That's pe- that's why people say they've always uh they've been able to stick around so long. Um and I mean I, I could honor Haggard is proud of being Oki. Muskogee. Yeah. Um, I do know that. Um, I, I found you should also know that if um, he gets stoned and play all night plays all night long, that Hank Williams is just carrying on a family tradition. Hank Williams Jr. People love that song. Yeah. Oh, my God. And um, on Monday nights, all his rowdy friends are coming over, possibly to watch Monday Night Football. I don't know if that's the case. Um what else did we learn? There's there's a ton. Listen, there's a ton of country music out there. This is just stuff that kind of shows us shows you if you're does it show you you're listening to it. Um, it just kind of gives you an insight as to like no and I basically our country music taste stem from the classic, you know, patriarchs. I guess I don't know if you want to call. We don't get too deep like your Hank Williams, your Marty Robbins, your your Johnny Cashes, but the majority of the country we listen to was. I would almost say it was like the revival of the classic country. It's like I didn't put any Randy Travis on here because I think Randy Travis is like transcendent of all country, and I didn't want to make fun of him because I like all of his songs. Um, Just to clarify, I like all of these songs that I put on my list. No, I like all these songs too, but I can make fun of them and like talk shit about them if I needed to. But like, (laughs) I'm going to love you forever, forever and ever, amen. Like nobody, nobody sings like Randy Travis sings. <laughs> Nobody. But anyway, um, this was, again, this is like a little hybrid experiment episode. Maybe give it one or two more episodes before you decide if you should pick it or kick it. I'm going to try to get something a little bit different going on in here. A little bit some, something funny that you could talk about besides something yeah. you want to make a list about. So let's do that next time. I, we, we'll, yeah, we'll, I guess pick pick the genre, if, yeah. if you will. Write in what you think we should do. Or if you think this was a terrible idea, feel free to tell us that as well. Yeah. You know, Gavin's not going to have any hurt feelings. No, I'll just never host a podcast ever again in my life. (laughs) Yeah, let him know exactly what you thought of his hosting abilities as compared to mine. Whatever the hell that even means. (laughs) But yeah. Um, Did this feel like an NPR special? Or did it feel like your old friend? I feel like I read every single one of mine. In the same tone of voice, <laughs> but we'll see when I listen back to it. I guess that's what comedy is to me. I was like, I'm trying to make it sound as funny as it can be, <laughs> but really, all I'm doing is like a not very good Jeff Goldblum impersonation. <laughs> that's uh, all uh, that I'm yeah, really uh, uh, doing. The, um, doing the, uh, yeah, the, uh, so. Um, um, God damn it! Okay, just wrap it up, dude. Wrap uh, it up. You've, that summer, she's um, she's in the in, in the wind and the 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 wheat fields. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So this has been what I learned from. We are probably going to try and do one or two more, and uh, hopefully people will like it. If you do, tell me how much. Maybe like a five star rating. <laughs> if you don't, keep it to your fucking self because no one cares. Hey, I'm hey. just kidding. Let let Gavin, no one know. Let Gavin know specifically. Yes. Tell them where they can reach you. Yeah, I direct am. all of your feedback. 
for what I learned from yeah. to Gavin. Let's okay. be specific. So here's the deal. All right, here we go. If you love this show and you want to hear more of it, I am Ginger Beard Man on Instagram and I am Star Lord Bro on Twitter. If you fucking hated it, reach out to us at thearcofe at gmail.com <laughs> and the Arcofe Network on Twitter and the Arcofe Network on Instagram. So, I.e. the people that have canceling powers <laughs> who have veto powers. Yeah, because here's the deal. You can tell me you hate it all you want. They'll never know. So if you want the right person to know that this shit sucks, you better let the Arc of know. Because as far as I'm concerned, this shit was dope, and I can't wait to record another one. Rousing success. Yeah. Brings us our largest fan base since the start Because of we're pandering to the odds. Dude, you better shout out like everybody we know from high school, but I feel like the second they listen to this, be like, they're, God damn it. They're, they're taking the piss out of this? I'm not going for talking shit about Waylon and Johnny. Nobody in my fucking class knows who those people are. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. The only song somebody's going to know on this list from my class or yours is the one about Put Me in the Movies because they heard that shit in Remember the Titans and everybody at school watched Remember the Titans all the time. Totally forgot that was... Ryan Gosling sings that shit. It's clicking now, but I totally came up with that one on my own. I saw Buck Owens. You know what made me think of it? Listen to Dude, Southern Rock. Let's do it right now. What on the spot? No. I mean we can Southern like rock. we can take a break, get a drink, and write out ten top top ten Southern Rock songs. Well, we'll do something. Yeah. But yeah. I had a blast. Uh I vote that we do this at least semi regularly. Yeah. Um My so favorite. I'm on board for that. But again, if you absolutely hate it, let us know. But but I, it I has like been, it has been. I a like treat. you taking a little bit of the brunt off of me, and as much as you come up with the topics, and all I got to do is struggle to come up with a top ten, and then I can just walk in here and see what happens. And all I'm tre- trying to do is make you smile, which you're doing a lot of right that now. That is so. what I try to do on every episode. I try for that oh fuck moment where like the episode can just end. It has been a treat to watch you drink beer and just. Talk about it like you hated doing this shit, but you're doing it to do me a solid. Like, thanks, brother. I don't think anything hit you as much as John Denver. <laughs> when I listen back to it, that's the one I'm going to click back to. You can harp on that the most because it's been everywhere. That song has been in like eight things this past uh, year. And you know it's also been everywhere? People talking about how John Denver has been everywhere in 2017. <laughs> so let's just shut the fuck up. It was bad enough that I put him on a list, but I had to. Mr. Sunshine on my okay? So Sean fucking Denver. There we are. Uh, I feel like we should. We're going to roll out on country roads now. Yeah, we got we, to. We looped back to it. Yeah. So close this out. For the music arc, this has been What I Learned From, and I have been Gavin Blanchard. And I've been Noah. Take me home. Crying and waiting and hoping you'll come back 
Maybe someday soon things will change and you'll be mine. That's a Buddy Holly <laughs> song. It's not a country song. What what am I what am I doing? Just re- redo the outro okay, if you don't fine. want to do that. Right. Just start uh, from the top. All right. So for the I've music, been, yeah. For the music arc, um, what uh, you can right. do for for what I've been listening. Okay. Go all right. So from this special edition episode of the music arc, um, this show has been what I learned from. I have been Gavin Blanchard, and I've been Noah. And we've been doing nothing but digging up bones. I'm digging up bones. <laughs> Randy Travis, dude. Good enough. Yep. We've been the Blanchard brothers. brothers. Thanks for listening. I was amazed I stayed away from the accent this long through the episode, brother. Well, now you got to run debated, out on the brother. I debated starting from the top, just doing a character the whole time. God, that's what. Oh, we have to redo the whole thing now. Yep. You got to do the whole thing. Just a little taste. Just a little, little <laughs> No, we do. Taste, Here's the deal. Here's the deal, brother. What you got to do when we talk about 80s new wave, you got to come back as that there that character. You going to talk about I'll how much you, what, you hate that new su- order? If we do southern rock songs, we sit here and we talk about the Skinner, you know, we talk about the Molly Hatchet. We talk about that for a couple hours, you know. I might just slip right back into it. And this is all of a sudden turning into Sling Blade. And I like them French fried taters. And I don't know why I'm doing this at this point. So it's probably time to just go ahead and end the episode, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam. How do we forget Dwight Yoakam? Without even knowing, I guess I took a purvise. Painted a front door It seemed a suitable goodbye It's not that often But I think of her sometimes Just something quaint A couple ships in the night And they keep moving at a glacial pace Turning circles in a memory Just a heart that's so bent it can't breathe